Hi everyone, Daniel Ramsey here, the CEO of My Outdesk and the host of Scale the Podcast. This podcast is dedicated to having conversations that unlock the exact formula and strategies multi-million and billion dollar companies use to scale their business. You can visit me on our website at scalethepodcast.com or listen to this podcast on iTunes or Google Play. Being able to follow up and make sure that it's complete. If there is a change order, following that process all the way through before we enter the, the, the completed invoice. So very clerical in some aspects, but always technical. Tell me a little bit about your business. Well, uh, a better contractor. We're a GC that uh, currently specializes in uh, the hospitality space, hotels, a yeah. lot of hotel work. Our portfolio of hotels that we work with is is have, was heavily leveraged into one client, and we yeah. have uh, done everything uh, possible over the last uh, three years to diversify. You know, the eggs in one basket can be a business killer. So we're growing outside of that into more of a retail shell build out. But the business that got us here, we will, we will cling to that because it is a wonderful relationship and business model, but uh, being able to grow exponentially based on the relationships. And I know you understand as well as anything, if you've got good relationships that are authentic, you can have great partners and great partners create great opportunities and just keep that going, <laughs> feed the wheel, right? Yeah. And you guys are scaling quickly. I understand that you guys have crossed like another kind of threshold in terms of revenue and you guys are on that hunt for a $50 million company is my understanding. Yeah. Yeah. Kendall, our goal this year is to reach uh, a 15 million in revenue. And by doing that, we will require Kendall to eat a, an entire box of donuts. So uh, yeah, it, it's our way of showing him that, you know, Hey, we, we can and will, but hey, it's uh, it's not without its bumps and everything else. But if we're sitting in a room late December this year and, you know, all holding the paper bag ready for him to meet his threshold, then it'll be a good day. Dude, I cannot wait. Please, please have that on video. I, I want to see if you're listening right now. Kendall is a man who like I think his body fat is like at 10 percent and he's a healthy guy. And so. He probably wants you to hit that 15 million, but he also does not want to eat a bag of donuts, you know? Well, yeah. What, what goal should not come without pain? And so his pain <laughs> will be the, the amount of sugar intake that is required. And, you know, big, hairy, audacious, I guess we may have to have a BHD on each of uh, the first three donuts he in, inhales. So there was a time where I'm sure those dozen donuts could go down easier, but to your point, yeah, he's uh, flushed his system, so to speak, of uh, such toxic uh, intakes. <laughs> Whereas yeah. the rest of us, hey, it's lifeblood. You know, give me a donut, I'm good. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Coffee too, right? Um, okay, Dave. So tell us about hiring virtual assistants. You guys kind of went through a transformation. You guys have got a couple with us. I want to hear about your experience, what your thoughts are, how a contractor ought to use virtual assistants in their business. Well, you know, it was brought to us as, hey, we've got a couple administrators in the company that deal with the administrative task. And a lot of them are repeatable. And as we've all discussed and heard, hey, you got your $10 an hour task, you've got your $1,000 an hour task, which ones are you going to, you know, delegate and which one are you going to grab onto? But some of the issues we were having with the, with the existing admins was we were having errors, quality control issues. And yeah. A lot of it was, hey, a brand new company, you bring on board people that you know. 
and maybe it was the right person, wrong seat, et cetera. But as it turns out, Kendall brought to the table that, hey, let's, let's give this a try. And, you know, once you rip away all the, uh, let's see, Monday words, uh, the anxiety, the, uh, you know, preconceived notions, all those things that become barriers, um, and we gave it a shot, it was not long before it was, oh, crap, that was, that was easy. <laughs> so, uh, and again, many of our tasks are spreadsheet-based, uh, customer portal interactions, digital, not so much customer-facing, but such a huge aspect of our business is relational that yep. our guys and people in, on the ground, in the in front of the face, front facing with the customer was such that if I could gather this data at a job site and throw it <laughs> to a person ready to translate it and get yep. it into the presentable form, it, it was just an easy bridge to cross. And, you know, it could be a person working in DFW or through the power of technology elsewhere it really became a no-brainer and it has been very, it's proven to be very successful for us and efficient for obvious reasons. Right, right. And you guys are running on EOS. So do you have your virtual professionals in any sort of L10 meeting? Are they, are they joining you guys? Are they accountable for rocks? Or I'm just kind of curious how you blended a virtual professional, your construction company, and then that system. Absolutely. And your, I would say your telepathy channel is working very good today because <laughs> you couldn't have said it any better, quite honestly, is that, yes, they are part of our team. And therefore, since we have the EOS platform, everyone will be running on that. And so each admin will have a rock uh, or responsible for helping to find that. It's not a dictatorship, as you very well understand. We want yep. to be such a tight knit company of team members that complement, supplement, whatever term you want to use, but we want to grow together. So yes, rocks are assigned and held accountable. L10 meetings, we have them every Wednesday as the leadership, but now that we are growing and scaling, hey, that L10 will be at the, the secondary level now as well. Mm. So hey, we're up to two L10 meetings, which is awesome, right? But it is, uh, it is great to, to be able to assign rocks and see the growth. Uh, hey, it, it's holding people accountable, and it's so far been a beautiful thing. That's awesome. If you were to go back in time and give yourself advice about hiring virtual talent and virtual professionals and like getting in partnership with us, what would that look like for you? What would you tell your new self a year ago, last June, about making this leap? First, say, hey. David, it's not a leap. It's it's a simple step yep. because it, it really is getting beyond those preconceived notions of virtual, you know, but look, the entire world understands now better how yep. effective people can be working virtually. So in my humble opinion, it creates more of a baseline understanding that Hey, being remote is not, it doesn't have the negative connotations. I, I was in a previous organization that we wanted to be face front facing, you know, touchy feely, so to speak, uh, HR be damned, but it is very important now that we all understand, Hey, the value efficiency, the, the fear of holding somebody accountable because I don't see them clocking in, you know, let it go. People that the, the right person will contribute to the organization what's expected, but you have to make sure you have the right person. And again, it, it, the magic formula is such that it, it's easy to tell early on 
if the culture fits. And that's, it has to be reiterated daily that, hey, this is the direction we're going. And as I've used the analogy for many years in my careers is, hey, the boat is leaving the dock. And if you stay on that dock, it's going to be even harder to catch up. And that's with every aspect. It could be a task that you're doing or I hate the adage, but I will use it, drinking the company Kool-Aid, right? And the longer you hold out, the further you are going to be behind and, and, and suddenly the fix will be very glaring that the fit will be glaring that it doesn't work. Well, Dave, thanks for your time. Appreciate you guys as customers. Glad you came on camera today to share your experience. It's been good. We love contractors. It's such a great business, right? Uh, it's challenging right now with the price of lumber. You guys haven't any, you've seen any more impact around that materials uh, and labor shortages? You know, the, the labor, fortunately, a lot of our partners have done very well maintaining their capacity. Yeah. Conversation primarily has been around, yeah, the material pricing, being transparent with our customer and being fair with our partners to make sure that, hey, if we're squeezing, it's got to be at the top line. It can't just be at the bottom line. So we are making sure that we have to be fair in all that we do. And it's not just, you know, pricing, but all things. And having close relationships with many of our partners, it's just been very healthy. And again, it's all about being transparent. Be fair with the customer, open and honest. And things will, when, when they return to, if there is a normal, we don't know yet, it will remain a healthy relationship. Very interesting. In your world, uh, now that you've had a year experience with us, what are the areas that a virtual assistant can help contractors like sales and marketing, ops, accounting, finance? Like, I'm just kind of curious where you see the boxes of our folks helping contractors out. Well, I, I think for our VAs, what we have migrated to now is bill payments, you know, we're working with so many different vendors. We're getting invoices from all over. Having a true and uh, well-documented process that is, hey, we're, like I said, getting invoices in, make sure they're matched to a work order number, get it paid, but we don't need to pay it the day after it's completed. Hey, you know, time value of money is important on all aspects. So we've enlisted that as one of the tasks that will be completed by one of our BAs. Posting of bids, it, not creating the bids necessarily, but it is gathering that information, working with our subcontractors that may have some input on that bid, the project managers that have seen it face-to-face, -face. again, monetizing the bids posted to our customers or posted back to the project manager so they can review it. And then, so there's, you might say, well, that's a duplicity. Well, no, it's, it's sanitizing and making sure that it is correct because accuracy is is a huge part of our lives and will remain that way. So I would say the, the gathering, following up on work orders that are outstanding. I mean, we're, we're pushing 50 to 100 projects complete each week. And so being able to follow up and make sure that it's complete, if there is a change order, following that process all the way through before we enter the, the, the completed invoice. So uh, very clerical in some aspects, but always technical. <laughs> so Yeah, well... It's like revenue and cash flow is what I heard. Basically, those are the two areas Absolutely. that you guys, yep. And on the administrative and project management side. So that's great. One other piece that I would add in there, if I could, is it is, uh, I'll call it a cycle. Every work order we have has a, a very straightforward cycle. The, the creation, the bidding, the approvals, the deployment, and then the completion slash invoice. And every one of those steps is repeated. And having a team, uh, VAs, project managers, myself, 
understand that, that at any point in time, if, if somebody should fall short on a particular part of that, again, we've got built in uh, redundancies, if you will, to make sure that it's picked up, but remains accurate. And our VAs have contributed to that level of accuracy that holding, holding project managers that may be, you know, going from site to site to site to check on job status, they can pick up the phone and say, hey, this one's done, mark it complete. And then they take it from there. It's, it's just a beautiful thing. I love it. All right, Dave. Again, thanks for your time, man. Appreciate you coming on camera and sharing your story with us. I, you know, glad to meet you face to face. Yeah. And thank you for having a company that supports uh, companies like ours and contributes to our success. It's greatly appreciated. 